millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing, and today I'm joined by Gianluca Fiorelli, an independent SEO consultant who's an Italian, but you live in Spain, don't you? Yes, yes. I'm living in Spain since 11 years ago. Uh, it was I moved because of my wife, which is quite a common story. Yeah. My wife is Spanish, and after two years living in Rome, yeah. she wanted to go back. How romantic. Uh, yes, romantic, and it, it was actually that change, changing the country I was living was also one of the reasons why I and now I am an SEO, because before of that moment, I was really, really involved in working for so many years in the TV industry, and probably if I was still living in Italy, probably I would be working at still in the industry, uh, in the TV or audiovisual industry, maybe doing marketing online, but wow. uh, surely some, uh, something in-house and not uh, as an independent consultant. So, so surely this must be a first. You must be the first person I've spoken to who became an SEO because of love. Uh, because of necessity, because love <laughs> is wonderful, but love doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yes, as I was telling before, uh, I'm, I wasn't born an SEO. And um, as many, many other SEO of my generation, I mean, let's call it my uh, before 2010 generation, I mean, I had a, re- a really different life before. As I was telling you, I was working in television, and actually I was doing a really cool job, mm. uh, which was... Uh, Buying t- uh, TV rights for uh, for the Italian market, oh, yeah. so I was able to and then uh, creating the schedule in the programmation of a couple of TV channels. One about movies, classic movies, you know, black and white and seventies uh, classics. Yeah, and uh, one about TV series. So I can, I mean, one of the, my best. Uh, uh, achievement was to to bring to Italy in Italy series like Battlestar Galactica, The Office, or oh, wow. Sex and the City, and so on. So, yes, it was a really different uh, story. But uh, you know, sometimes you cannot control your your life, and 
I mean, I think uh, you know someone called uh, Rupert Murdoch, very in, in Great Britain. Oh yes, we know Mr. Yeah. Murdoch. <laughs> yes, you yes, know he's it. quite infamous over here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite influential also in Italy because uh, back in 2003, Sky bought the Italian branch of Canal Plus, mm. and that was my first uh, approximation with uh, uh, an actual problem for for that everybody. In SEO knows, which is duplicated content. I was uh, duplicated content, so they decide to delay the, to dismiss the movie channel, the series channel that I was working for. Mm. My boss at that time moved me to the internet department, which was something new. Yeah. And from there, obviously, I started with uh, an agency collaborating with an agency and uh, creating new website for the remaining channels. And uh, after a while, I started to say, why the heck I'm not able to find anything on Google? And that's why I discovered was something called search engine optimization. Yes. And from there, nah, there that was really my start. Uh, from there, as, you, as I told you, I moved to Spain and I started uh, digging more in, uh, in SEO also in order to, to live. <laughs> yes. actually leave yeah. and and then I uh, during my educational journey I discovered sites like SEO book and especially SEO boss yeah and uh, that's why I started to I'm really really into the the mouse community for instance because uh, I started there something about 2007 mm. and uh, it was a really. I, I usually call it as you know the army class. When you when you did uh, when you go to the army, I go to the Mods army in two thousand seven. Who were your companions? Uh, they were people like with Critchlow, uh, Richard Baxter, mm. with Reynolds. So uh, that's why I know them because we were people commenting on Mods. Sure. Yeah. And doing so is, I mean, it was a really, really a good, uh, a really exciting uh, environment to to grow with, and and I have to admit that Mozart really helped me a lot to be to become uh, the SEO I am right now. And then obviously you grow up and you start knowing new people. Uh, also, because of my nature of uh, an Italian expatriated in Spain, so without really a really strong uh, connection with both the Italian and Spanish commun- uh, community uh, at both time. Uh, that's why I really, I really start knowing a lot of people in the industry from UK, United States, and then all over the world. Obviously, then once somehow I, I became popular or respected in uh, the Italian and Spanish community after when I was already respected in the American and uh, UK one. Wow. So it, 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 my story in, in the community, in the industry is quite, quite strange. And now, yes, I'm an happy independent consultant, uh, specialized in things like, obviously, SEO, but more particularly in international SEO. And I also dig in everything related to inbound marketing, yeah. uh, not in the uh, scientific and aspot definition way, but more as a holistic uh, digital marketing. Well, I wanted to talk, um, I wanted to sort of zoom in a little bit into the SEO area and talk specifically today about uh, keyword and topic research, uh, Gianluca, if that's all right, especially from a sort of an international perspective, because you, obviously you spent time in, 
Italy, your home country, and in Spain. Before we sort of go into what you do, what do most people do, Gianluca, when they do sort of keyword and topic research? Let's say that, that people start uh, keyword and topical research are slightly different between them. Uh, keyword research always assisted. The problem is that still now the big majority of uh, SEO professionals consider keyword research as something uh, like, okay, let's see what for what keyword uh, my site and my competitor site are visible, uh, how can we optimize the, our pages, and especially creating a really big list of keywords with uh, and prioritizing them because of uh, a combination of search volume and competi- uh, competition, mm. which was really, I mean, somehow it was okay. It was fine and really fine uh, up until uh, a few years ago, but right now it, it is not anymore. So, so we have seen scenes from uh, Amibird 2013, and if we consider even with a really, really on the news, rank brain news that Google just shared a few days ago, mm. uh, we see that keywords by themselves are not enough anymore. We cannot, keywords are important. We have to understand what, for what keywords uh, people are searching our uh, our brands and the topics and uh, and everything related to to our business, but we have to think broadly. We have to think them in a in a semantic way, as I used to say. We have to think in topics, in thematics, and yeah. we have to think in context of when people are using these kind of queries or keywords, uh, in what moment of their journey as a cons- consumer journey. Uh, we are using these keywords, so using them as a, as a way to understand your user more than optimizing, just optimizing your website. And the biggest difference, uh, the biggest evolution that keyword and topic research uh, had in the last few years. It's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, words, they're an expression of our culture. And I was just wondering how, you know, there are different ways to use keyword planners, aren't there? How do you use them? I know you alluded to how you did, but sort of drill, drilling down a bit, how do you actually use a keyword planner? Yes, keyword planner is one of the tools that I use, and I'm not. It's not. It's not something that I do. Uh, only, I, only, only me is doing. I mean, we always have used keyword planner or AdWords uh, in general for keyword research. But uh, what I how I use it is especially to understand how Google consider uh, a page. Uh, let me take you, give you an example. Let's say that, uh, for instance, if uh, I'm uh, a cooking site, mm. and I know that one of the most popular dishes is pizza. So what about using something, uh, a source, for understanding how Google classify and divide uh, pizza into other uh, topics mm. and uh, connecting with other Entities or name entities. I substantially simulate uh, the creation of a of a hat campaign using as a landing page the Wikipedia page about pizza. But it could be anything else. I mean, if we, if I want to understand better uh, about a specific product, I go to a site which could be Amazon mm. to 
section sites of Amazon about that product because we know that uh, Amazon has have such a visibility and it's so well crafted that Google surely is considering it as a okay, what is a source about this topic, about this product? Yes. Could be surely an Amazon page or or a Wikipedia page or I don't know, any any page that can be considered a trusted source about that. Yes. Topic. So what I do is uh, substantially uh, creating a uh, asking a keyword planner to suggest me AdWords ads groups, starting from uh, a source. And thanks to that, I can see that Google is uh, telling me uh, the ad groups are really cool because uh, under an ad group you can announce announce group. You can see how Google uh, put uh, together. Uh, keywords that are substantially related between them for, uh, semantically and with a little variation because of synonym and so on, but that are different from other uh, ads groups because of intention or the topic and so on. So you can, doing so, you can understand what are the most searched and the most interesting topics about your main uh, subject. Mm. Uh, you can see that now, uh, you can see that the people maybe are searching for whom. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. More for information and um, queries like how to create a pizza, what is the difference between a pizza romana, which is the really, really slim one, and the pizza napoletana, which is the classic pizza, thick pizza. You're making me hungry now. Uh, yes, also because it's almost well. <laughs> I do love pizza. Sorry, carry on. So, no, no. Uh, doing so, you can really understand that, for instance, you can start uh, understanding because it's Google is showing you maybe also branded keywords in your uh, in, in the ad group. So mm. people uh, actually looking for where I can find uh, pizza, what uh, what is it's better a Domino pizza or another brand pizza and so on. 
So you can really start thinking, uh, having all these uh, suggestions, you can start even thinking about creating uh, a structure around the topic of pizza. So uh, substantially uh, creating what I call also as a topical apps. Uh, I say I'm a uh, receipt or cook-related website and I create a section about pizza and I start creating subsection about how to cook it, how to what products to buy, what kind of topping, mm. uh, reviews about the most common pizza chains and so on. And even maybe a user-generated sort of forum in order to discuss small pizzerias that are not chains. So, so you really can start, uh, you, you can use this kind of, uh, of research, then complementing this with other things and with other tools uh, in order to create a sort of foundation of what can be the architecture, uh, information architecture and navigation architecture of your, of your website. So this sounds like a, like a really blended approach. Is, is that how would you, you would describe it? Yes, yes, I would describe it so. But uh, I think it's the most interesting one because doing so, you can, are really, really able to avoid one defect, which is quite typical, which is uh, to just think to one specific keyword and start optimizing for just that keywords. Mm. Doing so, that instead, you are creating sections and apps that are able to substantially target almost every possible query that people is doing about your topic. Yeah, it really is a sort of um, more of a sort of human slash culture type of approach, isn't it? Do you think a lot of people make the mistake of being a bit too mechanical, you know, when they're doing their keyword and, and topic research, Gianluca? Uh, yes, because, uh, I mean, I think the difference is in the approach, uh, in the psychological approach that every professional has with with this kind of task. If you approach it as, a, as an obligation, as a mechanical stuff, as a, just a cold data-driven uh, step, yes, it's one of the most boring things to do in yeah. SEO. Yeah. It's really more uh, entertaining to, to do content-based campaign. But if you put yourself in somehow in the shoes of a, I don't know investigator like, uh, of, an, of an anthropologist, it's really interesting because you really uh, start to understand more than just the, vol- the search volume of some given keywords. You really start you are using a search in order to understand the culture, mm. and uh, this is going to give you more insights and more benefits than than just optimizing your your website for for keywords because it's also telling you what is the difference and this is important especially for uh, international SEO but also for if you are just targeting one country uh, it's going to give you offer you the difference the different perspective I don't know about how Mexicans are searching for about something or are interested about some topic Mm. respect with respect I don't know people in Spain or Colombia or Argentina uh, because uh, obviously, uh, and this is somehow the most, let's say, academic definition of semantic. Uh, words are the significant of something, which is the meaning. So uh, really, it's really interesting because how 
what a word is uh, representing it and how it's representing it in combination with other things like image, uh, signs of every, of every kind. And if we start thinking about also voice search, of in, in the intonation of, of how we use the, the words, are really telling you about something, about yeah. the culture and about the intention. Because uh, we have to understand that SEO is not just anymore about keywords and uh, offering a, a page in ranking in the, in the SERP for for a, for a keyword, but ranking the right page for the right intention related to that keyword. For instance, if we are ranking with a, a page uh, for a keyword that, uh, for an informational page for a keyword that, on the contrary, is uh, usually related to conversion, mm. we are going to see, for instance, really strong bounce rate, uh, really strong pogo sticking, and these are, you, we are starting to see how these are also factors that can uh, help or not your, your website visibility. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, you mentioned there the, because uh, I was going to come on to international SEO and, and how you apply it. You mentioned there the sort of cultural differences and you took an example, Spain versus Mexico. I mean, it could have been Spain versus Colombia or Spain versus somewhere yes. else in, in, in Central and South America where they speak Spain. It must be quite difficult to um, get your head into the culture or do you find that quite easy to do? I think that this is really depends on on how you on your own personality and uh, curiosity. I don't think I have a really much, really many many problems in understanding or trying to understand at least yeah. culture, which is not mine. But I think that this is also because I, uh, I'm a curious person. And I always be so. I really like to dig and to explore to confront myself. So mm. uh, starting to try to understand the why behind. Uh, a culture is acting uh, or um, about something, uh, let's say, from the, the most, it is most uh, from the highest topics like religion, politics, so on, but also how, why people in the United States are uh, very TV prime time, for instance, uh, going back to my TV. TV times. Yes. Uh, why in the United States and the UK the prime time is? I mean, you have your uh, news at six or at six p.m., which is for me it's still it's still afternoon. It's not <laughs> not evening. And why, for instance, in Italy it's uh, at eight, and why in Spain instead it's yes. nine? Yes. Yes. So uh, all these things are, are what are really really make you understand uh, uh, your. Your target, the culture of your target, and if you understand yeah. it, you are uh, really it's much it's really easier to then okay okay. For instance, let, uh, not talking about ICO, but talking about real time social media. If people are uh, in front of TV around six, between six and seven, or maximum eight p.m. in UK, if I want to do a Twitter real time engagement with my potential audience, I will do it between those hours. Yes. But if I do it in, in Spain, it's really a waste of time because people may be still in the office. And having, and having maybe uh, a cerveza in the bar down, <laughs> down, <laughs> down his house. So maybe you have to target them from 9 to 11 p.m. It's fascinating, isn't it? The different cultures. It, it, yes. Well, Gianluca, thank you so much for sharing that with us. It's uh 
it's, it's, I love different cultures. It's very interesting to to sort of think about how that influences the way we uh, do our SEO, and I think having a knowledge of um, the way that we all behave differently is is something that's, that's really good and probably something that's overlooked by a lot of people. Um, how can our listeners find out more about about you, Gianluca? What's the best way for them to get hold of you? Well, you can find me uh, substantially always online on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on gfiorelli1, uh, my handle, my username in tw- on Twitter. And um, I don't live on Twitter, obviously. I have to work too, but I really pay attention uh, as a conversation channel with other SEOs and other marketers of every kind. And not just for talking about marketing, but also to share good time and I mean, it's a really good, cool channel for conversation. And you can find me on Moz. Uh, I am a Moz associate, so you can find me commenting uh, on Moz and moderating the Moz Q&A, especially the ones about international SEO. And I'm writing um, on blog posts on Moz. And I'm writing also one post a month on stateofdigital.com. Unfortunately, I don't have the time to 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 write what I would like to write and yeah. how much I would like to write on uh, on my own blog, which is I love SEO.net. But it's so maybe in the future, if uh, we can invent a twenty forty six or forty eight days <laughs> our days, maybe I will be able to do something for on my own blog. Yeah, so I'm working on that. You can find me on these three channels. Uh, Mouse, uh, the blog and Quente, uh State of Digital, and on Twitter. So just to clarify, your, your Twitter address, I'll spell it out, is it's G-F-I-O-R-E-L-L-I-1, the, the number one, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Uh, pay, pay attention to the number one. It's important because of the G Fiorelli without the number one is my uncle. Oh really? Yes. I don't know. It's really weird. Uh, but you're the number one. Stephen, but people forget it, and my uncle started to, to see because his name is Giorgio, so yeah. with G too. So he started receiving, I don't know, question about SEO, SEO and he said, <laughs> "I don't think I'm able." He's an architect. <laughs> I'll pass it on to my uh, my nephew. Right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, the show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com slash podcast. Give us a rating if you can. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. The more ratings we have, the more we sort of become visible and the more people we can help, so that's great. Um, ways to get hold of us, email podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. And if you want to leave a, an audio message, or a comment or a question or something like that, it's plus four four one two seven three two. Two five six one five zero, and if you leave a message there, I get a little email that tells me someone's left a message, and we can incorporate you into the show. So it's goodbye from me, Andy, and it's goodbye from Gianluca. Ciao, ciao, e hasta pronto. Excellent, prego, and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.